Hey everybody, welcome back to the DevOps Lab. I am Damien, being joined by Jay, and this week we are looking at the next part of our on-prem to the cloud series, which is moving our database across to platform as a service. Don't miss it, it's pretty cool stuff. Hey everybody, welcome back to the DevOps Lab and another episode in our series of on-prem to the cloud. So this week, I'm joined by Jay Gordon, who's going to show us how to move to Azure SQL. Hey Jay, how are you? Hey Damien, how are you? Oh, uh, you good. know, awesome. Right. You know, I, um, I'm so glad that we're going to get to finish up this series. Uh, I think we did a lot of really interesting things. We learned how to do a lift and shift. Uh, we learned about putting up gates. We also learned about uh, putting it all into code, moving our web apps, all that stuff, Damien. And I think today we're going to kind of fit in one last important part that we can talk about, which is actually moving our database to a platform as a service. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, the first thing would be, I guess, why do we want to move? And we've, we've hit this question every time we, we do an episode. What's the benefit? Like, why are we moving to platform as a service for our hosted SQL? Well, you know, I've thought about what it takes to actually manage a SQL server or any database server for that matter. And what it really comes down to is updates and updates of, say, your operating system, um, the, the, the actual version of SQL that you're running. Uh, then you also have to, if you're doing it on your own, you're going to have to make sure backups are taken care of, security, all these big, big ideas that platform as a service kind of helps take care of for you all on the back end. So that's what Azure's doing. Azure is thinking about what it is you need to provide as far as a database and giving you those tools without having you need to manage all the things like version upgrades of SQL or having to ensure the backups are running. None of that is stuff that we think is gonna help us get our, our applications running. All that's just extra work that we can avoid. Yeah, so much like the the other stuff, it's it's taking all of those things that aren't core to the application away from from us, so we don't have to worry mm -hmm. about them. That's really cool. So, okay, um, Azure has more than one option for for hosting a SQL. What what, what options do we have? Like, what can Azure do for us there? Sure. So I love this image. It is from our uh, Microsoft Learn module about Azure SQL, and so. The first thing is kind of running it on your own or Azure SQL virtual machines. That's basically giving you a VM with an installation of SQL server and it's making you have to do all the big work anyhow. So sure you can use say uh, Azure backup services to back up your full uh, virtual machine, but it really seems like it's more work than you need. Then there's managed instances. And this is really good for those lift and shift migrations. Um, you get a lot of the features associated. So you're, you're talking about um, being able to modify V cores. Uh, you're getting it uh, so that you can actually add it to say a, a VNet so that you can have a VPN or some sort of uh, private connection to the database. And then, um, you know, there, there's, uh, there's, there's, it's a fully managed service but still giving you some of that underlying ability to make some changes. But then 
we're going over to what is finally the PaaS version or database as a service, any way you want to call it, platform as a service. That's making sure that you have all those services for you, mod automated, and, and it provides you with uh, all the things that we're talking about. It's fully managed, serverless, uh, hyperscale storage up to 100 terabytes. And then we have elastic pools, which allow you to do resource sharing, simplifies your performance. There's um, an AI bit that helps you do, um, say, optimization of SQL server. Uh, it, it's, it's all kind of baked in there, Damien, to help you really build uh, your applications without having to say build a database server and then do all that big DBA work. Let's have our DBAs actually manage our data instead of managing backups or say scheduling version upgrades. And you know, yeah. there's one other thing that I really love too about Azure SQL, Damien, is that it is versionless. And when I say versionless, I mean, there's it's not a specific version of SQL server. It's actually kind of just based off 2019, but it's not like we're having to say, well, you know, this version of Azure SQL, it's connected to, um, you know, a instance of uh, SQL 2016 or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's unnecessary for this particular uh, situation in a, in a platform as a service database to, to really have that is a big, big idea. And, and rather we'll, we're going to shift to the idea of versionless so that we can just consider where our data is going and how it's getting there and eventually how we're querying it. Yeah, awesome. So speaking of, how do we get it across? I know when we did the web one, um, there was a migration tool uh, to help you do that. Is the same kind of story for, for SQL? Do we get some tools like that? Sure, so there's Azure Database Migration Service, and this is a hosted uh, migration service with in Azure, it allows you to create this main migration service and then allows you to do this. We can create uh, a new migration project, but you know what, Damien? I actually wanna know a little bit about our database before we actually migrate it. And so while yeah. this is a great service to have, we can go into the actual Azure Migrate service. Well, so these are two separate services, but Azure Migrate is going to let us go into SQL Server here on the left and then it's going to give us some assessment tools. So we could either do, you know, database migration, database assessment. We're going to start with an assessment. And to start that assessment, we just go ahead and click assess. Uh, we're going to download the uh, data migration assistance tool or DMA. And that's basically just a MSI that you install on your uh, Windows machine or anything like that. Uh, then we can create an assessment. So let's take a look at that. All right. So I'm on my actual uh, server that I want to do the migration from. Uh, we can see I've got a project name, uh, where I'm going from. So our source is SQL server. Our target is going to be Azure SQL. And then we can say we're going to just do a data only or schema, whichever we want. So let's start with this assessment. All right, let's go ahead and click create. We'll click next here because we're going to go ahead and start checking our database compatibility. So I'll click next. And as you can see, uh, we can decide how we want to authenticate, whether it's SQL server authentication, AD, or just standard Windows authentication. So I'm going to use that. I'll click connect. Now I've got my database here on localhost. Um, and what I'm going to do is click add. 
And so now it's going to start our assessment. So let's click start our assessment. It's going to start going through and it's going to tell us what exactly is supported. In this case, it's not supporting EKM and Azure Key Vault integration. And so once we've finished our actual assessment, we can click upload to Azure. So we can select where on Azure. Eventually it'll connect it. Uh, we'll connect via our, our authentication. And once that completes, we can select our subscription and then uh, our database migration account. And so once we finish that, we're going to get this here, this assessed database in uh, the Azure Migrate portal. And so what we can do is actually click assess database instances. And then we'll see right here, the database instance name we came from was localhost 127.001. Our readiness status is 100% because we weren't actually using uh, Key Vault or anything there. It was just the databases uh, on an, a VM. And so now we look at our version of uh, that we're working from, the number of databases that we're actually going to migrate. We can go in and it'll actually do the uh, assessment of the actual database itself. So we looked at the instance. Now we looked at the database itself. And it actually tells you how many migration blockers they are. Now here comes the cool part. We've, we've made a decision of how we're getting everything migrated and we're gonna actually start doing it. We're gonna use Azure Database Migration Service. It's super easy because it's just pretty much point and click now. So we can click New Migration Project and we'll give it a name. We'll just call it DB123 make. Sure, uh, we'll say where our source server type is. It's SQL server, our target server type. We're gonna be moving into Azure SQL database. We have these three options. However, this is the one we're going to be using. Uh, we can move either a schema, we can create a project or uh, our data. I I'm just gonna move our schema first. So we can go ahead and click Create and Run Activity. And what it's going to do is ask me for the actual server IP address or name. So if we've got it in BNS, we can use that. Uh, then we need our username. Um, our, our username is Abel. Thank you so much, Abel, for creating this SQL server for me. It's It, it helped a lot. Then I'll pop in my password. I'm going to have to make sure I trust server certificate. And then now we get to go to the target. And so our target is this particular database right here. So we've already created an Azure SQL server, and now all we have to do is go ahead and provide it. And uh, we're not gonna save Able's password. Uh, we're gonna put in here the actual target server name. We're gonna put in our username, and I made it pretty easy. I just use this. And then we're gonna put in our password. I'm not telling you all what my password is. And so now we can select the database and the schema that we're actually going to be migrating. So now it's gonna validate that I can log into everything. We're not saving my password either, but thank you very much, Edge. Uh, then we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna collect, uh, uh, select what our source database is. We're gonna go to our target database, which is this SQL DBJ Gord. And then what we're gonna say is we're gonna go ahead and create our schema from the source server. We'll click summary, and then we'll click start migration. But hey, I forgot to give it a name. So you actually have to give this a name. And so we'll just call it dbmig123. One, two, three. Uh, don't worry about this validation error. It just keeps you uh, honest. So then we'll just click start migration. And what we'll see here is we've started our migration. It'll take a few minutes and then it'll start actually moving our schema over. You can see it's generating the script and then it eventually it will uh, 
copy the script and run that query. That query will eventually uh, create our database and then we can go ahead and migrate our data. Awesome. So when you, when you did this, I noticed as well, like it was asking you for the IP address for the virtual machine that the SQL server was on and things like that. Mm -hmm. I can imagine there'd be a few people whose SQL server lives in, you know, behind firewalls and all that kind of, kind of stuff. I imagine you can probably do change some firewall rules to get around that, but um, we had a migration tool on that SQL server. Is, is that an option for doing this as well? Like, is that an easy? Absolutely. Option? Let's take yeah. a look at it right here. So we looked at the <laughs> assessment feature. question that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so right here we have our migration option that we can select. And so we can kind of do the same thing. We're actually running this on the server uh, and we're going to, this case, move the schema and the data. So we'll click create. And now we're going to connect to our source. And in this case, we're just going to pick localhost. We'll use Windows authentication. And because we're already connected, we don't have to put in a username and password. Uh, right now, we can see our database is there. It's selected. It'll do an assessment if we want to, but we've already done an assessment, so we don't need to. We'll click Next. And now we're going to decide where we're actually going to send it. And so uh, here's that SQL server that I created. Here's my username. We're going to use SQL Server Authentication. So I'm going to put in my password. And then we'll make sure that these connection properties are done. We'll click Connect. It's going to collect the database that we're going to be moving. We'll click Next. It'll prepare the source database schema. So it'll do exactly kind of what we saw before. We're going to bring over our stored procedures or tables. We can even bring over our users if we want to. It'll generate that SQL script, just like database migration service did on the other side. And now what we can do is deploy this schema. So we click deploy schema. It'll run it all, creates the schema. And then after that, let's click migrate data. It'll select all of our tables. We'll start data migration. And so now it'll go through the process and, and we get this nice little uh, view of everything moving over. You see how fast that was, Damien? Yeah, that's pretty good. And how do I know everything moved over? Well, Azure Data Studio, really, really awesome tool. Let's go ahead, let's refresh this. Let's go into databases. Here's our database right here. Let's take a look at our tables. Oh, here we go. Here's food log entries. Uh, we can go ahead and we could query that if we want to. We've got everything that we were looking to get migrated over into this managed, um, platform as a service. So no more doing automated, uh, or no more writing automation code to, to build the server. No, it, you don't have to do it manually. You can use things like ARM. You can use services like Terraform. You can use all these tools that are built to actually create your databases. Uh, you can use the portal, you can use the API, Azure CLI, create our database, and then use these tools to migrate everything over. That's awesome. So there's one, there's one last thing that I can think of, which is the actual app itself. So we've got the database over, we've got the app over, but we need to connect the two, right? Sure. And so easy? here in uh, Azure SQL database for our specific instance that we're talking about, we can go over here to connection strings. Yeah. And here we have our, our connection strings. And uh, so for .NET, 
Uh, all we have to do is just change our password here. Uh, we can use for JDBC, ODBC, PHP, uh, Go. We've got all these examples of how to actually take this connection string. And then what we do is go into our config file, drop this in, change the old one, uh, and then restart IIS if we need to or whatever it is and, and go ahead and serve our application. Yeah, absolutely. And because it's a web app as a service, we can just put those settings in through the portal if we want, or we can automate them the same way as before. And suddenly we've got our database and we've got our app all up, all up in the cloud as platform as a service, which is very cool. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for showing me that. That's actually a really straightforward process, that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I got to mess around a little bit with Azure Migrate. I got to spend some time with that database migration service, got to learn a little bit more about those bits and pieces. They bring it all together. And then when you actually see it all uh, in, into one big service, you, you feel a lot less anxiety about the process of moving into your new service. And, and you can really just trust these tools to help you uh, get it done. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, great. We've pretty much migrated everything to the cloud. I know uh, we still have an episode or two left in the series. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening next. But um, thanks so much, Jay. That was, uh, that was awesome. Great demos. Um, thanks, Dan. And thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And we'll see you at the next DevOps Lab.